Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Alex King and Bill G. Today is Tuesday, April the 23rd, 2019. It's 8 a.m. in New York, 5 a.m. in Los Angeles, 1 p.m. in London, and 10 p.m. in Sydney, Australia. I actually checked it this time. But wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy. I'm happy that we're here doing our SRT thing again. Bill, you have... Uh, turned me into, I'm not sure if I'm a, a big supporter of it yet, but I am interested in it now in a way that when we first interviewed about it back in, when was it? November, December, something like that. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, my, my reaction was like, oh, okay, well, this is another one of those uh, kind of out there spiritual practices. Let's see what Bill has to say. At least I know Bill, you know, so I know what his credibility is, even if I don't believe in this SRT thing. Now that, you know, now I'm giving it some thought that actually there's something to it. Um, especially since I've been messing around with a pendulum on my own and finding you actually get consistency out of it, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. So now you figured out the reason why you bought the book. Well, not entirely. No, I can't say that. (laughs) That that, that would actually be a bit of a stretch. What I have figured out is that there's something to this. Right. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But hey, something to this, that's a big step for me. (laughs) So. Mm -hmm. And you've been uh, leading us along, helping Alex too. And Alex, how much how much has this actually helped? I mean, it's been fun, and you, we've delved into some stuff. And you were saying that a lot of the stuff is stuff you developed, you you uh, discovered already through therapy and so forth. But how much has this actually helped? You think? Um, I would I would say a good amount. I've been uh not so much on the sleep side, but uh getting a lot of. Great ideas while I'm up not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, hey, that's progress. Progress is progress. That's the bottom line. You're making right. progress. Yeah. yeah. Now, it would be great if we can have a breakthrough where you get more sleep because you really need the sleep even though you do very well without it. But you, yeah. you, you'd, you'd definitely be better off with sleep, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that – and actually, you know, that was our surface layer stuff. I, you know, the, the insomnia is a symptom of the larger issue. And mm-hmm. so before we can get into the, um, uh, before you, we can address the symptom, you need to address the root cause, which is mm-hmm. what we're working on. Mm-hmm. And that's important. That's very, very important. Um, and, and now in my own exploration of this stuff, I have, uh, I've actually gotten some pretty consistent results out of using the pendulum, which is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm just like at beginner level. So can I get a yes whenever I say that the president of the United States is Donald Trump and I get a yes? Good. Okay. Well, you know, that's consistent. I like that, you know? That's been, yeah. Although, although I did run into an issue on Sunday and I'm not convinced it's actually gone yet where sometimes I think I've got all the preliminary questions asked and so forth. And then I'll, I'll ask the, the basic question. Okay. So now am I in contact with my higher self and I'll get no. I'm like, okay, well, who am I in contact with? And then I get some strange answers and then, and then I start uh, doing some other test questions, and the test questions produce some bizarre results. I'm thinking, okay, well, why is it that I get such a consistent result over here, and then all of a sudden I'm getting these wacky results? And so well, I, I texted you a message about that, and you, yeah. you said, well, that's something that you need help clearing from a second person. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so tell me, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, well, um, actually there's a, there's a couple of things. Uh, the first thing you need to do is you need to check your ego. Okay. And, okay, <laughs> so... Um, because you're, no, 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 not, not that ego. <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the, your ego, and, and this, and actually this is a great topic in and of itself in that the ego is the, um, the part of yourself that is yourself. It's the, it's your, that self dialogue. It's the, your personal beliefs. It's your, um, your, your own personal sense of morality, right and wrong, based off of your current life path. Okay. Uh, so these are things that you've, you've built up during your lifetime. Um, these are lessons from your parents, your community, and that sort of thing. Uh, and those have a tendency to get in the way of doing this kind of work because, again, you're, doing, you're trying to contact with your higher self. You're trying to um, get... Uh, divine inspiration, which isn't constrained by things like, um, you know, society, societal norms, uh, culture, and that sort of thing. So when you find yourself getting inconsistent results with, with the pendulum, the first thing you need to do is you need to use a number chart, and which is um, 
uh, I think you have in in the um, in the uh, Freedom Path book. There's a uh, a chart too, and it's mm-hmm. got like numbers on it. Right. Yep. And so, and and if you don't have it in front of you, if you don't have a number chart in front of you, you can you can make a simple number chart with zero being on your extreme left and one hundred being on your extreme right. And then you hold the pendulum above it, and you, and you either imagine or you write down all the numbers in between. And then you ask the question, you know, high self, what is the percentage of my ego right now? Oh, and okay. it's going to give a number. Okay? What you're going for is less than 3%. Okay. So uh, if it's any number higher than 3%, then your ego is too strong. And in, in the problem that you run into when your ego is too strong is that the questions that you ask are going to be fed by the ego and not by high self. And how do you correct that? And you correct that by telling high self, all right, please reduce my ego down to less than 3%. And you, and you use the circular motion for the clearing. All right, reduce my ego, reduce my ego down to less than 3%. And if it's still not getting there, then we move on to step two. <laughs> well, before you, before you go to step two, I'm, I'm a little curious because, I mean, it's my ego. I would think I'd be the one who's, who's doing the re- reduction, but it's not my physical me that's doing it. It's my higher self me, which is an inter- interesting thing. Well, higher self is, is you. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess it's not my conscious mind is what I'm saying. I'm not consciously reducing ego. You want to consciously reduce ego. Oh, I do. You do that by also letting go of results. Ah, okay. You say, and that's the other thing too, because your ego is interested in results. Yes. Mm -hmm. If you want to say, you know, you know, spirit, am I going to be a multimillionaire? And you really, (laughs) really want to be a multimillionaire. (laughs) You're going to get a yes. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Or, um, Another thing is, in my book, I describe when you're using the pendulum to make uh, major purchases, mm-hmm. and you go to the auto dealership, and you're looking at that you're looking at that sports car, and then you're looking at the family car, <laughs> and then you think to yourself, "Hey, spirit, what car should I get?" <laughs> <laughs> it's a variation of my favorite story along the same lines, but go ahead. Right. So you're um, again, you're if you allow your ego to control the pendulum, your ego will control the pendulum and you're going to get inconsistent results because of it, because your ego wants what it wants. Mm -hmm. And again, you need to put that aside and say to the pendulum, you know, say to the high self, all right, I want to reduce my ego down to less than 3%. I mean, it's nearly impossible to get it down to zero because otherwise you wouldn't be alive. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but less than 3%. So that way you let, and you let go of the results you, and you say to the universe, whatever the answer is, is the answer. And I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to worry about what the results are. Uh, this is also handy for when you're, you know, considering if you're going to take a job, you know, major purchases and that sort of thing too, because the more your ego gets in the way of those particular questions, the less consistent your results going to be. And if you can't get your ego down to less than 3%, then you need to call for, then you need to do the phone a friend thing because you are way too attached to the result of that question. Mm. And some a independent third party who has absolutely no interest in whether or not you get the sports car or the family sedan <laughs> will be able to give you a a more um, objective response because they'll be able to connect to to your high self um, and and then be able to give you the right answer. Now the word ego is a is kind of a slippery word. It gets defined a lot of different ways. How how exactly are we defining it here? It sounds like we're defining um, really what me the physical me wants in life. That's the ego as we seem to be talking about. That that's the one we're talking about in this particular okay. instance. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's really straightforward then. So yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Now, when you're running into other problems, um, you like you're still getting inconsistent results. You've worked on reducing your ego, then 
um, on chart 23 um, comes up, the soul is lying. (laughs) (laughs) On chart 5, on chart 5, you have the negative motivation of self-punishment. And on chart 28, we have personal items and clear memory impingements. And so I, I, I got to go back for a second. The soul is lying. I mean, I was yeah. laughing at that. But yeah. the, soul, the soul, our our soul lies like ourselves. Is that what you mean? It can lie. Yes, the soul can lie, and it lies to protect itself. And in well, this most people do. Case in this particular case, the soul is protecting a self punishment program. Ah. Okay. So your the self punishment program is to give strength to the ego. <laughs> because if the if you're if you're consistently getting ego that is too strong, then your subconscious is afraid of the result. And if it's afraid of the result, it's punishing itself. So is the soul in this instance the equivalent of the subconscious? Because we already defined the ego as being yeah. what the physical body wants, the physical being wants. What is the soul here? The soul is the, um, now we're talking, now again, we got personal items and whatever. This is, again, part of your personal soul package. Mm -hmm. Um, Part of the soul, a personal soul package is that you don't really want to know the results, the, uh, you know, an honest result or a high self result in this particular case. And so, because it likes punishing itself, you know, it's a comfortable place. You know, you know, a lot of people, a lot of times we hold on to our pain because it's a, uh, it's a comfortable place to be. We're um, a masochistic lot, aren't we? We are a masochistic lot. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, you think about it, you're like, why would anybody want to do that? Or are, are we being masochists here? Um, in a sense we are, but we're also, we're doing this because it's, uh, it's comfortable. You know, our pain, we, we get comfortable with our pain because the idea of being outside of that pain and choosing a more expansive existence is very, very scary for a lot of people. It, I mean, it, it frightens that, that ego because the ego likes consistency. The ego likes, um, things to be the same all the time because the ego likes to be comfortable. It's it's like the old cliche, better the devil you know than the one you don't know. Exactly. Exactly. And so what we need to do is we need to uh, clear memory impingements. Now, a memory impingement is all of those memories that you have built up throughout your lifetime convincing you that your pain is exactly where you need to be. (laughs) (laughs) I need to be in pain because of blah, 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 because, you know, you know, my dad didn't love me, so therefore I deserve this pain, whatever. It's, it, it's, these are things that you build up throughout your lifetime to these like walls that we put around ourselves. And again, it's all part of a self-punishment program. I'm punishing myself because I'm undeserving for whatever reason. And the soul, in this case, will then start lying to you to, in order to protect that program. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem we run into here is that if the soul's lying to you, <laughs> it's going to be very difficult. You're like, is that clear? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <That's> clear. Sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I got a, I got a bridge to sell you, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that's when you have to call it a phone a friend at this point. So, you again... You know when you're going to need help when you are getting inconsistent results, you're, you're, you're doing your test questions and whatever, and it's like, is the sky blue? And you're getting a no, and you're like, oh, okay, no, that's not right. <laughs> so, you're, so you're doing, and this is very important for people who are first starting out. And even this, this run, you run into this with some veterans as well, some veteran uh uh, SRT people or, or dowsers also run into this problem whenever they're diving deeper and deeper and deeper into their own programs. And then you just find that, that nerve that you're, the soul's like, eh, 
I, I ain't going to get rid of that one because you know, you've dug a little too deep here and then you start getting inconsistent results and then you, you phone a friend. Now, phoning a friend is easy. I'll show you how to, I'll, I'll tell you what to do. If you, if you can't call me, <laughs> you, you can always call me. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, if you don't want to call me, uh, if you go on the Spiritual Response Association's website, it's SRA, I'm sorry, it's not SRA, it's spiritualresponse.com. They have a listing there of certified consultants and teachers, and they also have a phone in line. No kidding. Yes, wow. Sure do. They have a they have a twenty four seven manned phone. Twenty four seven. Twenty four seven phone. Oh my goodness. This is hilarious. Where, where we have certified consultants on the phone all the time. Uh, they they charge a dollar a minute, and you can you call them up and. Tell them what you need cleared, and then they'll do it for you. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Wow. SRT. No, it's a, it's not a one hundred SRT. It, the the number is actually on the on the website. I just don't know it off the top of my head. But it's not a nine hundred number, right? I mean, here it's in the United States, nine hundred number has very definite associations with it. So yeah. no, no, it's not a nine hundred. <laughs> Good. So what we do is <clears throat> now that we've discovered what those things are. Um, you, you know, your, your friend will then clear them for you. And then you then start asking your test questions again to mm -hmm. make sure that you're clear. Can we have to make sure that our ego is down to less than 3%? We have to make sure that we are receiving our information from high self and no other source. And we have to make sure that our high self committee consists of the lowest number for the maximum benefit and that they are receiving their information from the highest level on chart three, which is the new paradigm above radiant love. Now I got, I've got a question here because one of those key aspects there is asking, are, am I working with a high self? Right. If it's possible for the soul to lie, how do you know that you can trust the answer? That's why, you know, and I brought that up earlier is that's why you got to get a friend on that case. Because, no, but, 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 but even if you're just testing, cause you're not sure, how can you be sure? Again, if you're getting inconsistent results. It's the inconsistency. Okay. It's the inconsistency. So when okay. you're getting inconsistent results and you're, and you believe that you've gotten your ego down and you believe you're, you're getting from high self, you know, you're getting all that right and you're still getting inconsistent results, that's mm -hmm. when you need to phone a friend. Okay. Got it. <clears throat> okay. Well, cool. Well, thank you for clearing that, clearing that stuff up. That's good. And, yeah, and, and you know, you did even without actually. Well, I think you you waved your pendulum around a little bit, but I, I did wave my pendulum. I, I think that was just for the fun of it more than anything. <laughs> no, no, actually, I was actually clearing. <laughs> oh, you were. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate so, that. So when we, after we get off the call, you can try again and see how. It yeah, works. yeah. No, I'll be trying it later on today for sure. Yeah. So. But anyway, this this is uh, this day is as the last few days of Tuesdays have been is devoted to helping Alex. So Excellent. let's let, let's. Let's mop the floor with Alex. No, that's not right. How do we say this? <laughs> no, I would not want to ruin that beautiful hair of yours. Thank you. <laughs> so, all right. So what we were plan I was planning on doing today is going to a chart. It's actually the last chart, chart 32, which is called um, Checklist. And the purpose of checklist is to do a, a process which we call mop-up. Now, mop-up um, is, the reason why we call it mop-up is we generally do the mop-up after the first or second sessions. Mm -hmm. And the purpose is to um, take all of this flying energy all over the place because we've... <clears throat> Uh, especially when you start digging down. I mean, imagine for a moment you are uh, digging a hole and you're digging a hole in your backyard and for the purpose of figuring out what's underneath there and you made a nice big hole and you found where the problem was, say, you, you know, you got a broken water pipe or, you know, conduit or whatever, you're fixing that and then you put the dirt on there, but your yard is now a mess. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Got yeah. dirt all over the place. Right. The purpose of mop up is to clean all that up. You know, plant some new grass seed, make it make it look pretty again. So we're, we're restoring the landscaping. We're restoring the landscaping. All right. <laughs> so, um, so what we do is we go to um, chart thirty two, 
And generally, mop-up can be done in five seconds, or it can take an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Depending on what needs to be mopped up. You first ask the question, does Alex need mop-up today? And I'm getting a yes response, which is good. If it said no, we were going to do it anyway because, you know, we're, we're, we're doing this today. Right. <laughs> but, but we're getting a yes, so that's great. Okay. So it's a, it's a fairly complicated chart with lots of stuff on it. And so uh, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to ask what, um, what do we need to look at first. Okay. So it's going to something we call group six. Now, there are groups of uh, paragraphs which are messages from spirit. Um, These were written by uh, Robert back in the day. And so uh, there's a group one through group six uh, portion of the chart. Um, And there are subparts to this chart. to this chart, which points us to an individual paragraph. So mm-hmm. we got group six, and we're going to look at paragraph two. So group six, paragraph two. So let's look that up. All right. Group six. Where are we? I can see the advantage to having a, a three-ring notebook over a perfect bound book because of all the page turning you have to do. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So group six, paragraph two. Of course, it's a long one, so I'll read that. All right. So erroneous soul beliefs block the receiving of greater good. So what I generally do is I will read the paragraph to the client mm-hmm. because the words itself as I'm reading them, are part of the download that you're now going to be receiving. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Everything that is experienced by a person, every thought and emotion, while in the physical body, goes from the conscious mind to the subconscious mind where it is stored. Changes and additions, if the person is open and flexible, are constantly being made in the information recorded in the subconscious. When the soul leaves the body at the termination of physical life, the information in the subconscious is downloaded into the soul records. Erroneous soul beliefs are established by the soul after the person has experienced a physical death. The soul has not gone into the spiritual realms, but is still attached to the physical body. And anything they think or feel goes directly into the soul and not into the soul records. They are erroneous beliefs and are different, difficult to dislodge. When the soul goes directly into the spiritual realms at the time of leaving the physical body, negative thoughts or emotions are not set up as the soul realizes that the experiences of the physical life was all an illusion and simply part of the learning experiences that the soul chose. Okay? Okay. Okay. I, I, I have a thought, that, a question that keeps going through my mind, and maybe this is, I don't know if this is the right time to bring it up or not, but I'll bring it up because you're talking about soul records. Okay. Um, in, in the reading I've done of the, uh, the, the Freedom Path and, and slightly in the second book, uh, the Soul Recreation book, I get the impression that most of what, we're doing with those with, with this stuff is erasing soul records. Mm-hmm. And yet I also have some sense that soul records are important. I kind of equate it with uh, rewriting the subconscious mind. It's kind of, right. kind of, kind of similar to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if, if that is true, where does it, where does all that fit into what Alex is getting right now from this reading that you're doing? Cause the reading seems to be talking about how, the soul records almost don't even matter. What, so so what, what's the deal here? What, what are we trying to accomplish with soul records? We're try, what we're trying to accomplish with soul records is to inform the larger oversoul, the, um, the source energy, 
the experiences that we have as physical beings. Because as non-physical beings, they don't, um, non-physical beings don't have the same experiences as physical beings. They don't experience contrast as much as physical beings do. Mm-hmm. And so that's part of what they're, what they're learning here. So, um, in this particular instance, um, uh, all of Alex's experiences are going into her soul records, but there are also erroneous soul beliefs that are mm-hmm. also getting put into the soul record. Mm-hmm. Now, what's and an erroneous soul belief? An erroneous soul belief is something that it does not benefit source energy. Okay. Uh, this is uh, a soul belief that, you know, I'm always supposed to be in pain. I'm always supposed to have, you know, the, there are the soul beliefs that I am sick. I want to be sick, that sort of thing. The things we, we started clearing with the um, brain restructuring. Mm-hmm. So these erroneous soul beliefs then end up in the soul records. <clears throat> and when you, when you say it doesn't benefit soul energy or source energy, rather. Mm-hmm. Source and source energy and, and the beings of source energy are all about diving into the contrast. So that is part right. of, of, of what we're doing here. And yet, and, and there's a certain benefit to that. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing it. The benefit is described mm-hmm. by Abraham as growth. So that's right, where the right. growth comes from. So how is it that these undesired things are erroneous? How is it that they are well, not, not needed by source? It's, what it's doing is it's preventing the download. Because the um, the erroneous soul beliefs attaches the soul to the physical body too much, and so the um, and what it says here that erroneous soul beliefs are established by the soul after the person has experienced physical death. The soul has not gone into the spiritual realms, but is attached to the physical body, and anything they think or feel goes directly into the soul and not into the soul records. And that's so, important. Well, I still don't understand why that's an important distinction. Well, it's an important distinction because the soul records are um, are what gets tra- are, is what gets transmitted to source, but what stays with the soul is karma. What stay and so if you have um, uh, soul beliefs that attach too much to the soul then you need to come back in another lifetime to kind of to try and resolve those. Mm-hmm. What we want to do is we want to lighten the soul. We want to the soul to be, we want to have a smooth transition from one lifetime to the next so we're not repeating the same things over and over again. Right. And we want the, um, uh, gosh, the, we want the, um, I'm losing my train of thought here. We want negative thoughts and emotions to um, not be part of the overall soul record. So when we're saying that soul records are transmitted to source energy, mm-hmm. we're saying that that has happened after the physical us has experienced the contrast and said, I like this, I don't like that. Right. And that's why, since the choice has already been selected one way or another by the physical being, that's why the negative part, the part that the the, the uh, being rejected as uninteresting or not worthy or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. by the time that choice has been made, source energy doesn't need that information anymore. And that's why we don't really want to transmit it. Right. Yes. Got it. Yes. Now it's starting to make some sense to me. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it makes any sense to the listenership, but at least it's beginning to make some sense to me. Yeah, this is heavy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have it's kind of like going to a, a, a sports sporting event and not having a program and not knowing who the players are or what they're doing or anything. Like, okay, so what's happening out there in the field? I don't understand. <laughs> Just sit back and enjoy the game. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> well, they're running down this way. Now they're running down this way. <laughs> Hey, and everybody's cheering. I something may happen. Something must have happened. <laughs> Goal! Goal! <laughs> okay, so next, I'm going to 
We, we, we just, all right, I'm, I'm now, and now I'm going to clear it, and then we're going to move on to the next one. Is there something else we need to do on here? Yes. All right. Okay. Also on this chart, beyond the groups of items, they also have uh, different healing modalities. Okay. Okay. Now, what's cool about this is you can take it one of two ways. You can say, this other healing modality is something I should try. Mm -hmm. But what Robert would often say is, you don't necessarily need to learn about it or, or try it. We can simply download it from source. Oh, cool. And we can put it right, and we can put it right into your auric field and, and be done with it. Um, my wife does this sometimes too. Actually, she does this every day, um, because, uh, years ago she had her thyroid removed. And so she takes an armor thyroid, you know, she takes a, um, uh, an artificial thyroid hormone in order to, uh, to live. Right. Now, um, but the, the, the tricky thing about a thyroid medication is getting the balance right. Yep. Mm. Because um, your body needs more or less of it depending on the day. Yep. And so what she started doing is she started using the pendulum and saying, okay, spirit, give me, make sure that I am receiving the exact right amount of thyroid hormone uh, I mean, she's still taking her prescription. Um, this is not. This is not to say you can do this in lieu of taking a prescription. <laughs> right. She's still taking her prescription, but she is telling spirit, make sure that my body has the the exact right amount in the right proportions. And she does this for her vitamins. She does this for her, you know, the minerals in her body because again, the thyroid hormone also works with your calcium levels. It works with your yep. salt levels and whatever. And any, if any of that is out of balance, you're having a bad day. Yep. That's a fact. So what she does is she uses the pendulum and says, okay, spirit, make sure that all of my vitamins and minerals and my thyroid hormone are all in perfect balance for today. And since she started doing that, she has a lot more good days than she has bad days. So, um, you know, it's, it's a, a way of using this for physical medicine is also, also as well as this. So let's take a look. What came up was homotoxicology. Okay. Um, homotoxicology. It is a, homotoxicology is another form used in uh, in SRT, it's, uh, it's a, a process in and of itself. <laughs> so what we can do is rather than going through that entire protocol, we simply ask spirit to clear everything on the form and, or we can, or you can work with the form. And again, I don't want to sp spend a lot of time on it today and going yeah. through the form because, um, it's a complicated form. <laughs> It's, okay. it's kind of like with, you know, the brain restructuring is brain restructuring is also on this forum, also on this checklist thing as well. And we know how long that takes. You know, it's it, it can take up to, you know, sometimes more than an hour to just to do that one protocol. Wow. But again, it doesn't necessarily mean that we have to do that. We can simply tell spirit, please download everything on that form or everything within that within that protocol. And keep it as a placeholder and that, that we can go back to it when we have the time. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're going to do here. Okay. Because the, you know, spirit does recognize that we do, we are sometimes on a time constraint. <laughs> <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> it's actually a pretty cool trick considering they don't actually experience time. So good for them. Right. Right. Well, <laughs> when I first started doing this work, um, I would sit down with a client for an hour, you know, we would, we would schedule an hour and I'd be with them for two and a half hours and I'd be like, wow, just rabbit holes and rabbit holes. And then my, I talked to my teacher about it and she's like, why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to do that. You can simply, um, in those, 
instances where you need to go down various rabbit holes, you say, okay, um, spirit clear for now, put a placeholder in that one, make a note in your log, and then when you get ba- come back to them the next time, then you start there, rather than sitting there, keeping them there for hours and hours. It's not necessary. Right. Now, you could you could schedule yourself for a few hours. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's heavy, heavy energy work, though. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who, who do this work um, experience what we call the, um, the energy work side effects. And um, it can be exhausting. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Nina was at a, um, uh, she does these shamanic retreats where she does shamanic in- initiation. And it was a three-day seminar, and um, she was uh, processing for over a like three weeks. You know, wow. just, you know things coming up because when you do energy work, when you're clearing old stuck patterns, especially ones that have been there for a long time, memories come up, dr- strange dreams come up. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a, a general release because you're going into uh, territory that um, your body held on to that stuff for a very, very long time for what it believed to be a very good reason. And on a microcellular level, it causes toxins to build up. Mm. And so when you release them, when you start putting in new patterns and new healthy patterns and the cells say, Yay, I can get rid of this these toxins. Well, you're going to feel like crap for a few days as your body starts to filter out all of those toxins. Mm-hmm. I experienced that over the weekend just through some some of my minor early testing of how all this stuff works. Um, I, I was just exploring just basically how am I feeling at, at this particular moment in time, just playing with that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And after... Getting myself, I was actually climbing the Abraham emotional guidance scale. I got myself oh. up to the top level of the scale, which was pretty cool. Yeah. And then I just felt this need to go lie down. And I did something I never do. I'm not a nap taker. I laid down and took a four-hour nap. Ooh, I was wow. that wiped out by it. It really surprised me. It's like, what, what was that about? <laughs> but I think you just explained it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now also, Susie has a question from our live stream audience. She says, do you ask if the clearing is right for the body Mind spirit clearing. Yes, that is part. Of, that is part of the process. Um, I don't know what else to say about that. He said, but that okay, is, that is, that's part of the mop up process. Okay, okay, <clears throat> okay. Any other questions? That's what we have right now. So, all right, excellent. All right, so let's. So we got the homeotoxicology done. So let's see. Is there something else to look at? Where there is? Show me. All right. So now it goes to alpha to omega. Alpha to omega is when we go to chart three and we work our way up the soul emotional scale, (laughs) the soul's emotional scale, which is where we um, start off with, um, we find out where, Alex's soul is right now residing on the levels of soul consciousness. What we want is for Alex's soul consciousness to be above the, um, above the, in the new paradigm above radiant love, which is as high as it goes. Mm -hmm. So we first figure out where she is. And again, this is another whole protocol. Um, let me see. Where, are, where is she right now? Is it on page one or page two? Page one. Okay, so we're at this level right now. And then we ask, what is blocking her at this level? That is on page, on, on chart 13. So on chart 13, which is programs before creation, we are seeing that we have an imprint of brain damage, which is something that's come up before. So you're stuck at that level because of an imprint of brain damage. We're simply going to clear it. 
and let that be clear. And that's done. 100%. Then we go back to chart three. Then we ask the question, where is she now? Page one, page two, still on page one. Where are we now? We are here. And again, we, and what we would do is we would go through that whole thing again, making, mm. and, and just where are you stuck? What's in the way? We, we find out what chart you are in the way. We clear it. Now, where are you? And we just go up and up and up. And the way the alpha and omega clearing works generally is, um, if you think about it as, um, I'm, your soul is heading to heaven. And in order to get to heaven, you, you need to go past the pearly gates and St. Peter's there. Or, you know, if you're going to follow the Egyptian model, uh, Anubis is there with the scale, with the heart and the scales. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and if your heart is nice and light, then you get, then you get on to the, your, the afterlife. If your heart is heavy, then you, you get fed, fed to the dogs. Now, <laughs> we're not going to do, we're not going to feed you to the dogs today. But this what we're going to do instead is we're going to figure out what it is that is making your heart heavy. And that's how it works, you know, um, because we have this impression, especially as we are working our way up to ascension, that all of our experiences we need to take with us. And included with the lessons, we want to hold on to the memories as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a client who is, uh, you know, he's an older client, and he's very concerned that when he dies... He's going to forget everything, and his memories are very precious to him. Hmm. And I keep telling him (laughs) that his memories are not relevant. Mm -hmm. Yes, when we do past life research, there's a reason why we don't remember those past lives from a day-to-day-to-day thing, because we have had hundreds of those lifetimes, and our our squishy brains can't hold all of those (laughs) memories. Mm -hmm. Squishy. (laughs) <laughs> and then on top of that, it doesn't really serve us <laughs> to have all those individual day-to-day memories. I'm curious to know, and, and if, you're, if you'd be divulging too much here, then don't answer the question, but I'm curious to know why he thinks it's so important to hang on to those memories. Well, because, they're, because he believes that they're important. He believes that they are part of his heritage. I mean, he's, um, you know, when, when you're building a life, um, we value our memories. We, we, especially the good ones or even the bad ones. We, you know, we're, um, you know, we, we had struggles in our lives that make us the person we are today. You know, we're, I'm the man that I am today because of my struggles. And I want to hold on to those memories. And I think they're so important. I want to take them to the next level of my ascension. And spirit says, no, you don't need to. Right. You don't need to. You've learned the lesson. You have enlightened your soul. And so you don't need to take the memories with you. All they are is burdens. They are your, you know, your, um, your baggage. Mm-hmm. And so with the Alpha to Omega clearing, we're saying let go of your baggage. Just keep the lesson. Does the Alpha to Omega clearing then replace the client? wanting to change that evaluation that he wants to hang on to the... the right, the, it usually does. It usually does, because after you're done the Alpha to Omega clearing, and you've cleared every one of them, and again, you're you're with the client, so you're describing each of those pieces of baggage they're holding on to, and then you clear them, and they're like, wow, wow, that I didn't realize that I was holding on to that so much, and they usually feel a great burden has been lifted from them, mm-hmm. and... Uh, then they go home and have a good cry. And uh... <laughs> that's interesting, though, because uh, from a, a uh, philosophical viewpoint, I guess you could call it, mm-hmm. uh, like if c- comparing this to Abraham, yeah. um, with Abraham, uh, it's what what you focus on, what you think about, is the most powerful vibration in your right. life. Somebody mm-hmm. else can send you. Uh, positive or even they can even attempt to send negative vibrations, yep. you, you know, toward you. Um, but ultimately you have to align with that. And right. 
and you're the one who's in control, you're the one who has the biggest impact and so forth. But this is basically saying that this alpha-omega process is actually more powerful than your will. Well, your will is to hold on to it. And so what we're saying is you need to let go of that. And and also, will can is sometimes confused with ego. <laughs> okay. Well, you have to elaborate on that. I'm not sure what your, what your okay, well, point is. Um, sometimes people get ego confused with will. Uh, will is... Um, is your volition, is your, is your um, desire to take action. Mm-hmm. And some people uh, equate that with the ego because the, the ego wants what it wants mm-hmm. and whether or not it's good for it or not. And so sometimes those, those two get con- confused. Yeah. I don't see where that addresses my point, though, because my point is that regardless of whether you're doing it through ego or through will or through just I feel ornery today, mm-hmm. what you're focusing on is what you're going to get most of. And right, you're right. the one who's doing the focusing. You can't have somebody right, else right. doing the focusing for you. So how is it that a process of clearing can override what you're deciding to focus on? Well, for whatever reason. Well, well, yeah. And you're also, this is relieving burdens. These are, these are relieving um those the the things that you don't necessarily want the the things you would prefer not to have but you think you want. <laughs> yeah, well, you're still vibrating to it though. That that yes, you are. Yeah, yes. It's the, it's the vibration part that I'm 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 trying yes. to understand. How is it? How is it that a process can override a vibration? Well, what we're doing is we're we're informing the soul how to vibrate to the higher level. So you're kind of going through a back channel and, and talking the person out of that particular vibration and get into another vibration. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. All right. Cause I, cause I couldn't see how you could override the vibration. That That's what. No, no. It, it, Cause the vibration is the vibration. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. That makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. I'm learning something here too. You know? <laughs> yeah, this, this is basically a more, um, interventionist form of what Abraham teaches. <laughs> it is a more interventionist form of what Abraham teaches because, yeah. you know, and again, you know, I think that's why it's relevant to bring it up on a show like this is because a lot of people, um, yes, Abraham is very clear about what you need to do in order to raise your vibration. Mm-hmm. But if you've got a subconscious block or a, uh, or a soul block that is preventing you from even knowing what you want or being able to let go of the pain to the point where you can get yourself on that emotion, you know, to get that emotional scale going because you're so stuck in something that you can't figure out what it is. That's why this process is so important to be able to inter- get help to intervene on those parts that your subconscious just wants to hold on to it that is preventing you from bringing in the vibration of, of to allow law of attraction to even work. But most importantly, it, it requires the cooperation of the subject. Absolutely. The, 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 you can't do this. For instance, you wouldn't be able to use this kind of a clearing operation on somebody who was close to it. It wouldn't work. No, it wouldn't work. In fact, right. um, some people... Um, you know, some people come to me and could you clear my spouse? Mm-hmm. And the answer is, well, really, no, <laughs> not unless they want it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yes, like the, it depends. <laughs> I, I mean, I can clear the energy that you are processing from that other person. Yes, sure. Mm-hmm. Because we we can do it on one side. <clears throat> um, but if you're like living with a toxic person who is constantly pushing your buttons and whatever, we can get, using this process, we can remove the buttons from you, Mm -hmm. but it's not going to stop the person from trying to press them. (laughs) So so now I'm going to really go out on the edge of this discussion a little bit. I'm going to ask a question that this kind of parallels questions you see on Facebook a lot, especially among novices who are still not really understanding all this stuff. But it's very much of of a leading edge question, and that is, Let's assume for the sake of discussion that you have person A Mm -hmm. and you know person A in some way and they're important to you and they're going through something. They're going through some difficult thing and you want to help them. Mm -hmm. If person A doesn't know that you're going to try to help them, can you, for instance, clear some soul records for them without their knowledge? You can't clear their soul records without their knowledge. 
But what Aha, there's a key do, point. But what you can do is you can enlist help for them to help them find the way to want this clearing done. And you can do that by recruiting guardian angels and spirit guides and whatever to come to them for their aid. So basically making the opportunity available. Provide, make the opportunity available. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Okay. So, uh, Alex, you've been very quiet. (laughs) (laughs) That's because I've been dominating her. That's what it is. Okay. Just want to make sure you're still there. There you yep. are. Yep. I'm alive. You're alive. Okay. So I'm going to ask one more question since, let's see, oh, do we, is, do we have anything more to look at for the mop up? We are done with your mop up. <clears throat> so Yay. what I'm going to do is I'm going to, um, again, make sure that we have caught any, um, anything that we've missed. Um, any, what we call, uh, what is it, strings or what are they, uh, loose threads mm-hmm. that we, we, we tie up any loose threads and that we ask spirit to, uh, make sure that your, um, <clears throat> that everything that we've done sticks mm-hmm. and that, um, and, and that's it. Now, um, have you... Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here and just ask you, has, besides the, the increased in creativity and whatever, have you experienced any other kinds of, um, uh, changes that you've noticed since we've started this work? Um, abundance and opportunities. Okay. So you, you've noticed you've noticed new opportunities coming your way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you think the new opportunities were uh, because you're now more open to them? I guess, yeah, because I am taking them under consideration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you, and emotionally, how have you been feeling? Have you been feeling more joy, or you've been feeling uh, less anxiety? Uh, how how's that been going along? Same anxiety, but uh, definitely vibrating a little higher. Okay. Are you finding yourself thinking about um, more possibilities in your life? Yes. Than you did before? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's well okay for instance i got an email from a uh a, a stand-up production company that is on in my area that is looking for uh comedians excellent so i'm taking that under consideration mm-hmm. um my mother wanted me to look into doing voiceover work so mm-hmm. i signed up with a company called voice.com and the uh my agency called me and gave me some scripts to record for my profile so i'm doing that mm-hmm. on top of uh working on the grass is greener so yeah lots of stuff. all right very good very that good. good now the one big elephant in the room that uh has not had the big progress is the the insomnia the sleep deprivation yeah and i think it's well, we don't know for sure what's going to come out of this because we're now finishing today. This is like this, uh, it's sort of like a broken up because we do it on a weekly basis, but it's this broken right. up series of sessions we've done, uh, and with the main purpose of trying to address that. So maybe it's a little bit early to, uh, look for a result there. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's assume just for the sake of discussion that she ends up finding no real change in her sleep pattern, say by like a week from now or something like that. Okay. What does that tell us? What, do, what does this mean? It doesn't work. Does it mean we have to do it again? Does it mean that we haven't gone out the right way? What does it mean? It mean what it could mean is that there are um, <clears throat> things we haven't explored yet. There, mm-hmm. there's more rabbit holes that we haven't we haven't gone down yet. Mm-hmm. It could mean that the um, the insomnia itself is serving a larger purpose. It could be that the that the insomnia is not necessarily a bad thing. 
that is that you <clears throat> this is something that you actually put on your soul path in order to spark greater greater creativity mm-hmm. uh, that it actually is serving you in some way uh, and that's something that we explored on the first day is it is there a benefit to this and the the answer was yes there was some benefit to it um, but if we didn't address the other um, uh, other things blocking, then it was going to cause um, health pro- major health problems down the line. Right. Yeah. So um, now the fact that it hasn't been, you know, it hasn't really changed at all, even though we've done the, the work, but there have been other areas in your life that, that have changed, mm-hmm. um, then, you know, we can say that uh, perhaps the, the insomnia is simply a symptom of something else. I mean, you said uh, you're, you're on a number of medications, right? Yep. So it could be that the insomnia is simply a side effect of the combination of medications. And in that case, clearing a soul record is not going to do a whole lot of good there because your physical body is being affected by this. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if, we, if you were completely clean of all of your medications then we could possibly see some results because we do run in. I do run into that on occasion too. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm, if I'm seeing a client who's taking a, uh, like a mood enhancer or is taking a uh, antidepressant and whatever, and we're discussing their depression, well, they're mm-hmm. feeling fine right now. And, the right. Thing, and, when, and while the medication, while they're still on the medication, the imperative to address on a soul level, that particular condition is a lot less. Right. We really, truly need to be at the, um, in a crisis state sometimes in order to address our problems. Mm -hmm. It's being addressed some other way, pharmacologically or uh, through psychotherapy or whatever, then the imperative isn't there. And so, yes, we can do the soul work. But until the conscious mind and the subconscious mind and the soul can all get together and say, this is a problem, we need to fix it, mm-hmm. then it'll it'll likely continue. So does does that also suggest the idea that SRT can be used to identify, yes, there is a medication that it's in the way and that it's this medication, or is that beyond what SRT can do? It can I think it can, but it's we are strongly advised not to do that for obvious for legal reasons. because there, yeah. there's there's serious <laughs> ethical and uh, issues yeah. with that in fact we yeah, have yeah i would think so <clears throat> i mean the sra has an ethics committee that um addresses that directly i mean mm-hmm. we are under no circumstances doctors right or right. you know and and um we are forbidden from uh uh offering uh uh medical advice if it's outside of our field. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm very careful that when I'm with a client and they're on medications, I know what those medications are and what they do. And again, Mm -hmm. I'm saying, you know, with the combination of medications may be a underlying, a major cause of the insomnia. And if that's Mm -hmm. the case, there's not a whole lot we can do without getting off the medications. And I would not dare to suggest you get off the medications because that's a decision you need to make with your doctor. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Okay. What do you think, Alex? How, what have we done? Have we made progress? Has this been good? Yeah, it's been, it's been a good experience. Okay. You know, and now I understand what SRT is. Yeah, <laughs> me too. We, we're, we're both learning quite a bit here. That's for sure. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. So, good. Well, thank you, Bill, for sharing all that. Uh, I'm not sure what will be working on next week, but this has been a good five-week plan here that we've been on, trying yeah, to yeah. understand. Number six. This is actually number six. Number six is it? Okay. I forgot what the count was, but that's okay. <laughs> so good, yeah. So thank you for uh, leading us through this. Thank you to our live stream audience. I want to remind people, too, before we go, if you're not a subscriber, become a subscriber. Got the links in there. If you can't find links, go to the homepage, net. And that's all I'm going to say about it because we're out of time. But thank you to our live stream audience. Thank you to our podcast listeners as well. And we'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.